Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? itself, Steve. The entity itself is yes. Connie and Fish. How you doing today, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, recovering from a, a brutal, brutal last night of television. Oh, yeah. We're not even going to get into that. <laughs> That's just... And when he says brutal, Steve and I were talking about it off the air. We're not even talking about one side or the other. Just the whole thing. And just, I mean, even flipping around to different news networks afterwards was and we're talking about the debate uh, even flipping around a different news networks afterwards was just fascinating you know I mean and I'm not again I'm not talking about one side or the other because this is a very very hot button sensitive issue but I'm like not not talking about like Fox News and CNN have kind of established themselves as you know left and right Right. But, well, I mean, it's just kind of happened. Uh, but the normal networks, even, was like some of them, I was like, whoa, this is really, really? Ugh. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. I feel like I just ran a race, man. Yeah, I got it was a crazy from it for sure. I, I got a bunch yeah. of anxiety. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I was Alicia like, this, did this too. Is bad for the country. <laughs> yeah, Alicia got a. Uh, Alicia got charge. This is uh, yeah. The, this was uh, Alicia was like uh, really actually irritated with me because I turned it on, and she's like, I was about ready to pass out and go to sleep. Now I'm gonna be awake till like one in the morning, yeah. just because it was so amped up. We're talking about the presidential debates last night. So other than the debates, did you do anything fun yesterday? Uh, I went for a long walk, and that was the most fun thing I did. I. Oh, so you got to tire out baby Charlotte. Yes. She actually took a nap yesterday, and I took a nap, and it was nice. That's quite a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Because I know that you're going to get rain. It's going to rain today, tomorrow. It's going to be a nice weekend, though. So you'll get rest this weekend because you can wear her out. Yeah. Uh, Today's your high is 58, low 49. I mean, it's fall. Uh, Tomorrow, rain 55, 46. supposed to be lawn mowing day tomorrow. I'm supposed to mow my yard, so that sucks. I'll probably end up mowing a Friday. Not too bad, partly cloudy, 52. And then your weekend's 53, not too shabby. So it won't yeah, be too bad. too bad. No, so you just kind of took her for a long walk and then wore her down and that was it? Yeah, pretty much. I made a cauliflower soup. That was pretty yummy. <laughs> I oh, had a nice. just like the chill yesterday. That sounds like a pretty, well, I mean, yesterday was kind of obviously a little bit of an exhausting show. If you don't know, if you missed it, if you don't know, now you know. It's an old song. Uh, if, if you missed it, Connie was on yesterday at about 
7, a little after 7.30, and uh, kind of informed everybody, members of the Click of Six, what's been going on with her. So a little over a week ago, Connie was diagnosed with kidney and liver cancer. So she'll be here, not this week, uh, but she, once they figure out a schedule for her, she'll be coming on the show. My guess, intermittently. Yeah. That's my guess. Uh, Stevie, would, would you agree? Yeah, that's what I think it's going to be, too. And she kind of alluded to that a little bit yesterday. Was that a yeah, she kind of work around her schedule? She and I have had many, many fine conversations about everything going on. And, uh, it, you know, if you missed it and you need to hear it, it's on the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if you did it in the, the pre-show today or anything, Steve. I'm not sure. I Frankly, I was uh, busy answering emails. And to all of you that have sent wonderful, great emails and uh, the greatest emails in the email history of email. Uh, but for those people that have done that, uh, we really do appreciate it. And it, it was very nice. And very, and we'll, and we're trying to you know get them all to Connie, but obviously she has a lot going on. So Connie, now will be on the show intermittently, not just for the foreseeable future, not not for good. I don't know. Is foreseeable future a bad thing to say? Does it make it mm. seem like forever? Because it's not going to be forever like that. It's once they get everything you know wrapped up and it's out of her system, then it'll be back. Things will be back to normal. Yeah. In my brain, it's in like two weeks. In reality, it's not. So, you know, I mean, I want to, you know, hey, just go rest up for a couple weeks and uh, get that cancer out of your body and you'll be good to go. Well, for anybody that's had a family member or a friend or a child or a parent or grandparent that's had cancer, it's it's not a quick thing. So that was uh, yesterday and it was the day was filled with phone calls and uh, old friends of ours reaching out and uh, Mm -hmm. some reaching out to me. And I'm sure she I didn't get a chance to talk to her after like noon yesterday uh, because I'm trying to not overwhelm her with fish time right but uh she uh because she got a lot of that last week when she and dan were going through everything and yes they're both holding up okay but uh they're both you know uh working on it so connie intermittent future we'll see like as in for the near future and uh we'll be back as soon as we get everything under control that being said things normal here and it is Wednesday, so it is hump day. So Happy here you go. Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you. It's the middle of your work week. You still have a couple more days until the weekend unless you have a time machine that can transport you. Yeah. Wednesday. You like my Wednesday song? No, yeah, you didn't like my Wednesday song. Yeah, like that. Here, I'll go I'll just go for the normal one. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> Guess what day it is? Huh? Bring it down. Here we go. Guess what day it is? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? All right, so here's what's going to happen today. Mike, 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 Mike. We've got daddy tips. We've got bad news for people that uh, like football, the NFL. We're going to talk about that and Toad's Trending. Before Toad's Trending, I'm going to talk about some things that I learned. In Daddy Tips today, Steve, uh, what's one of of your favorite parts of Daddy Tips today? Kids take things very literally, so don't make dumb jokes. Otherwise, they're going to... It involves looking in her butt for something. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Now she thinks... Did you just say there's things in your kid's butt? You've convinced her there's weird things growing out of your kid's butts? Is that what I just heard? No, you did not hear that correctly. Did I, I told I hear something her as about a joke, the butt. 
that there is something. Don't tell in me her the butt. joke. I want to hear it in daddy tips. I want to well, hear I'm it just in daddy saying, tips. Kids take things literally. Now she's checking for her butt all the time that there's stuff in there. Oh, okay. Text question of the day. Today's text question of the day is brought to you by Steve. And credit yes. where credit is due. Chuck that bad boy up on social media last night and it blew up. Yeah. It's a fun one, I think. It is a fun one. It is a fun one. Okay, so if somebody gave you a box and in this box, it's like a magic box. Mm-hmm. It's containing everything you've lost in your life. I mean, everything you've ever lost in your life is in the box. Yep. What would be the first thing that you'd search for? Now, when it comes to this, you can do whatever you want. It's the text question of the day. You're always anonymous. And it's your answer. It's whatever whatever makes you happy floats your boat. That being said, I started to feel guilty about my answer, Steve, because people started going or saying, you know, oh, my grandma or my grandpa or yeah. my <laughs> mom or my dad. <laughs> I know. And I was like, well, God, now I feel like I should pull my mom out of the box. But I'm going to stick with the theory of you're not going to be able to pull a human life out of the box. Right. You can do what you want with your answer. But the text question of the day, if somebody, you know, if somebody gave you a box containing everything you've lost in your life, what would be the first thing that you'd search for? What is it for you, bro? So mine, bro, I know, right? (laughs) Mine is actually a Zippo lighter collection. So I started this Zippo lighter collection probably when I was like 12 or something. My parents, uh, I went to Chicago and we went into a store and I saw this really cool lighter that had the Chicago skyline on it. And so I begged my parents for it and finally like, fine, whatever. I don't know what a 12 year old's gonna do with the lighter, but they let me buy it. And then that kind of became a tradition to where whenever I went on a vacation somewhere, I looked for a Zippo lighter with the case being something special about the area. And so I had this collection of maybe like 20 of them, took them to college, had a party, some kids stole them during the party. What a boosh. Yeah, so he went into my room and took him right out of my drawer. So, wow. Yeah, so I lost my Zippo lighter collection. I had this cool lighter collection from all over the country, Zippos, and all these different like th- things with like memories of different trips I took and stuff. Gone. Bye. So I'd Dude, like that not back. cool. Okay, so you have a Zippo lighter collection. Mine actually uh, is because of you. So oh, I was trying okay. to think of an answer, and uh, you popped into my head. Somebody gave me, text question of the day, somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life would be the first thing that you'd search for mine would actually be my old nintendo oh nice yeah i used to have one of those you know nintendos like when they were new right you shove the cartridge in push it down and uh, i would love to get that hook that up to the tv and play like that would be fun i would enjoy it like i wouldn't love it enough to where i'll go buy a retro nintendo right but I love it enough to where I, it's in the box because I was trying to think of like, if I lost any important jewelry, like my chains from back in the day, you know, my gold chains, your gold when I was a baller, chains. baller, oh, okay. shot collar. <laughs> yeah. You know, your boy fish bouncing around with his gold chains. on. I'm like, no, it's not it. That's not what I want. That's not what I'm going to grab from there. I was trying to think of something. And then, like I said, members of the click of six made me feel guilty because I never thought about pulling my mom out of the box. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't love. have that. It- application either that it was a person but whoops (laughs) yeah right like i i literally was like wow i mean like i would love another day or a month or a year or whatever hour with my mother again but uh yeah i never thought about pulling her out of the box however uh the nintendo would be fun uh and not i know i didn't like even an old school pac-man thing would be fun 
and I have a Pac-Man. I bought an arcade game years ago. Mm-hmm. An old uh, an old coworker of mine had found one online, and I got it for like three hundred bucks, and he helped me refurbish it. Nice. And in return, he collected arcade games. So in return, I bought him a, this chip for his arcade game, which is an old school Pac-Man game as well. Mm-hmm. And his and the chip, Steve, is the size of uh an old record album two of them no it's about the size of one record album like a vinyl that's a computer chip yeah that's a computer chip (laughs) for pac-man i know it's hysterical but so like i would i would take an old school nintendo if somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life what would be the first thing you'd search for my childhood i had a lot of video games and in steve in his childhood apparently his parents like to let him set stuff on fire exactly so Whatever it is for you, you could text, and it could be even something from a week ago. It's uh, your text question of the day with Connie and Fish. All right, a little over uh, 24 hours ago, Connie was on the air with us. You've obviously noticed, members of the Click of Six, that she has not been here uh, in the last week. Uh, actually, and uh, I kind of talked a little bit, I touched on this a little bit yesterday. Last week, Connie found out that she had cancer in her kidneys and her liver. Now, I also, um, I had a a friend of mine reach out to me yesterday, and he said, uh, hey, you know, you were saying that she was sick, and you were saying that it wasn't COVID, but, oh, my God, dude, it it was cancer. Well, that was Connie's story to share, and I wasn't trying to distract you. So if I offended anybody by just saying, I buy, you know, I I know people are sensitive in today's world, Steve, like your blog you wrote or whatever whatever you wrote, yeah. But uh, it was Connie's story to share, and she shared it yesterday, and it was a a tough story to share. And she'll be here intermittently. She's not going to be here this week. And maybe next week she will be. We'll see as we go. We don't know. Uh, She gets everything, and she appreciates, and I can speak for her easily, and as as Steve can when I say she appreciates and loves you for all the great messages that you've sent and uh, appreciates your love and support. As far as work email goes... I've been replying to all those because Connie needs to focus on Connie right now, not the show, right? Right. And uh, Connie can focus on Connie and then, you know, Dan. And, and they're doing well. But again, uh, Connie does have a kidney and liver cancer, and she let everybody know that yesterday. And uh, for her to go, everybody in our building, uh, including myself and including Steve, said, you don't have to tell everybody right now. You can wait a couple weeks. She's like, no, I want them to, you know, it'll be easier to do the show for you guys if you can explain it and... I want the members of the Click of Six to know. Uh, so it's part of her journey. So we, we appreciate uh, her doing that yesterday. And again, she'll probably be back next week and things will be seemingly normal. But my guess is intermittent. Don't you think, Steve? Here yeah, once in a while? Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's what I think as well. Hey, text question of the day. A couple brothers in pain have been having fun uh, with things that they lost. Because it's if somebody gave you a box containing everything that you've lost in your life, what would be the first thing you'd search for? I don't know why you want that V card back, guys. Right? <laughs> but we've got it. We've got your messages. And other people don't need to drop that now. I don't know why. Like, why do you want it back? Yeah, that's I, what I, I was confused it, about too. Specifically, one dude who I'm sure has been around the block quite a bit. And I'm like, dude, like, I mean, do you like regret all your other ones? I I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> dig deep into that, but it just it really threw me. Oh, hamster time. I Here we go. Today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? Weird hamster. Okay. Weird. 
weird hamster story that we're going to talk about in just a second. All right. Uh, but right. before we get into that, it's going to be the last thing I do because I think it's going to be the thing we talk about the most. Okay. So let's jump on 93 years ago today. 93 years ago today, Babe Ruth hit his 60th home run of the season. Nice. Wow. He held the single season uh, home run record for 34 years until Roger Maris broke it in 61. Uh, let's see here. 49 years ago, Isaac Hayes released the theme from Shaft. Oh, yeah. That's what a great song. Bad mother. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. In 2005, this guy was running the joint when I worked there. In 2005, 15 years ago today, Michael Eisner resigned as the CEO of Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember uh, Michael Eisner at all. I do but remember he, was, that, uh, dude. he did a hell of a job. Okay, uh, some really cool things that uh, I've learned today that I want to share with you. There are 29 million tons worth of spiders on the earth right now. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 29 million tons worth of spiders on earth right now. Based on that, on the amount that they eat, in theory, in theory, those spiders, it's going to kind of mess you up a little bit. Okay. In theory, those spiders could eat every single human on the planet in one year. Well, let's just be glad they don't eat humans. Like, well, that we know of. Yes. We don't this know for true. sure. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, come on. I don't think they've met a species yet that eats human, but. Yet. Yeah. Adding up all the spiders in the world uh, consume somewhere between 400 million and 800 million tons of prey every year, while all the humans on Earth weigh about 300 million tons. So it does work in theory. Yeah, all right, the getting works. off the grossness. Getting off the grossness. The reason we capitalize the letter I is because writers in the 13th and 14th centuries thought the lowercase I looked too weak for what it represented yourself. Oh, look at that. So the reason you use capital I when you're writing the word I or letter I in a sentence is because back in the 13th and 14th centuries, it looked too weak. People in Costa Rica are only allowed to drive six days a week to cut down on traffic and pollution. So here's what they do. The last digit of your license plate number dictates what drive day you're not allowed to drive on the road. Huh, interesting. So, Steve, if your last digit is seven, then Sunday's mm -hmm. the seventh day, maybe. I don't know. You know, you couldn't drive on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that works with your job. You know? Right. I guess you I would assume you public transportation if they have it. Or you apply, possibly. Maybe. You know what or I mean? I, again, we're talking people, about. Hey, don't schedule me on Sunday. Yeah, in Costa Rica, you're only allowed to drive six days a week. It cuts down on traffic and pollution. It's actually quite a brilliant idea. The last digit of your license plate dictates what day you're not allowed to drive on the road. I would think if you worked at one of those awesome resorts in Costa Rica and you were a Sunday worker and you got Tuesday off, I would think that you would just request that number for your driver's license or your plate. Right, yeah. Right, I, I would think so. I uh, didn't know this one today before we get to the hamsters, uh, second to last one here. Not a single NBA player has ever had what jersey number, Steve? I'll go with 99. I don't know. No. Take one more guess. 69. Bingo. Really? Not a single yep, NBA player has ever had that number on their jersey. <laughs> They've had maybe 96, but not the flip. 
man. So yeah, yeah, that's what, I thought that was kind of neat. <laughs> so the next time you're watching, uh, when you're watching LeBron play here in the finals against Miami, maybe you say, "Ah, hey, you notice how there's no 69s on there? Yeah, it's because no NBA player was ever allowed to have it." That's Makes you sound smart. Yeah. And finally, the state is Hawaii. Okay. And the law, the law in Hawaii is that you are not allowed to own a pet hamster. Do you have a it's reason why? Yes. It's okay. illegal to own a pet hamster in Hawaii. Do you, why? Do you think you know the reason? Because if you know the reason, I'd be like, oh, are you kidding me? How'd you know that? I mean, the only thing I guess is that it's not indigenous to the area and they're scared it's going to like get out and ruin the habitat or something. Well, actually, it is about climate. The climate is too good for hamsters, Steve. Okay. So you can't own a hamster in Hawaii because the climate's too good. So if a few of them, just a couple hamsters, ever escaped, and how many people do you know that lost a hamster, whether it was in the wall or it escaped or whatever, right? Right. If a few of them ever escaped, they could start wild hamster colonies that would devastate Hawaii's native crops. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, that's. I, know, uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Weird, but neat. That is kind of neat and weird. I mean, I guess but, we're also kind of lucky that hamsters eat their babies sometimes. So they're calling. Do they really? Grow quickly. Yes, they do. You're just showing off knowledge right now, dog, because that's kind of weird. No, it's hamsters and guinea pigs and a lot of small rodents eat their babies. It's weird. Oh, okay. Well, that was that man. That's almost as bad as my spider eating human thing. So right. in Hawaii, it's illegal to own a hamster because the climate's so good. And they would uh, ruin their crops. At first, when I ended with the hamster wild colonies, can you imagine a hamster wild colony? Because I would think, you know, I mean, there'd be like, like you walk, you're walking through the woods in Hawaii and you see 200 hamster. I know. And they're all feral and angry and come charging at you. Oh, that's true. What if you were attacked <laughs> by, yeah. What would you rather be attacked by, a giant spider or a hamster? Oh, God, this is like the worst <laughs> learning thing in the history of Connie and Fish. We're going to move on right? because that just scared the crap out of me. Okay, so don't take your hamster to Hawaii. 69 NBA no. player. There you go. 69 NBA player. Okay. <laughs> right now, though, it's all about Toad's Trending. Let's peep what's Toad's Trending. Toad's Trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Ah, the NFL. Sweet, sweet, sweet NFL. We knew this was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. And the time, my friends, is now. And it sucks, too, because football was just starting to feel normal again. If you really don't look too closely at the stands, it kind of felt normal. Yeah, normal-ish. But COVID-19 is now reminding us that we are still in the middle of a pandemic. How is it reminding us? Well, the NFL has had its first team outbreak. Yes. At least nine members of the Tennessee Titans have tested positive this week. That's three players, at least one coach, and five other employees. So three players on the Titans is the fact you're probably going to want to remember on a coach. Yeah. And then some employees as well. It's possible, by the way, they could have spread it to the Vikings. They played the Titans played the Vikings on Sunday. So they closed their practice facility, the Titans did, at least until Saturday. And the Vikings have closed theirs until they conduct more testing. Mm-hmm. For now, both teams' week four games are in doubt. The NFL hasn't announced anything as of this morning. The Titans are supposed to play the Steelers at home. The Vikings are scheduled to play the Texans in Houston. So apparently a linebacker coach was the first to test positive for the uh, Titans. And this was before the team's trip to Minnesota. He was held back, but everybody else in the traveling party was tested. 
All the results came back negative. So the game went on. But on Monday, eight others tested positive. So the, the, the Titans did everything like they were supposed to, Steve. Yeah. That's the point. Uh, so the Vikings, none of them have tested positive yet. What'll probably happen is the Steelers-Titans game will get moved to Monday. Probably. Yeah. That's what but I who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so uh, the wah. first NFL case, Titans-Vikings. You know, not the Bears, not the Packers, not the Lions, not Tom Brady, you know, into Tampa Bay. So right. anyway, there you go. There's your first case. Uh, here's uh, Speaking of uh, a bunch of dudes, here's a couple dudes for you. Two brothers in New York who were adopted by different families when they were young finally just found each other after 60 years. I love this story. It's been 60 years. I love these. Wow. That's crazy. Viral videos that are popping out during, uh, you know, 2020, the kind of positive ones. So, again, I'm going to play this audio for you here in a sec. Two brothers, New York, adopted by different families when they were young. It's been 60 years. And... They finally found each other. Here they are. I left three messages for Donald, and the third one he called me, and we made it happen. My adopted parents wanted to adopt both of us, and they said, no way. I said, there's no way one family could handle the two of us. I don't think we even knew that they really were going to separate us until they put him in one car and put me in another car and was the last I saw him. And then when he got out, I just was like stood there in shock. I was like, is this for real? You know? Very emotional. A lot to take in you know i mean it's gonna it's gonna take time yeah it's a really cool thing it's a you know i, I can't even imagine i can't yeah, i can't even imagine story too that they got separated oh 60 years they've been apart i know that's you're nuts. not gonna cry or anything are you weirdo well i i feel like they took away a lot from them and you I, think some sort of reparation from that yeah but they were just i mean steve it's not like it was to be mean they were just adopted by different families i know but it's like find a family that's gonna adopt both of them i don't know it just it's, seems real it's, messed up it's it is messed up it's not necessarily how it works i mean look at connie connie was adopted you know if right. she had a sister like she could have been adopted i mean yet sometimes they split you up now in the perfect world what is that movie have you seen that you've seen that mark Wahlberg movie uh instant family or whatever yes i have okay did you cry during that movie or get choked up no i didn't cry during that movie okay so yeah i, I just i'm, I'm wondering I mean, yeah you're getting a, a little bit you were getting a little bit emotional about this one but yeah in that movie obviously they adopt the whole family but in some cases you just, some families just can't afford it but they want to adopt a kid and change a child's life and change their family's life but it's it's a tough one okay i want to talk about this 32 year old woman in florida her name is amanda and uh she's facing fraud charges and theft charges after she set up a GoFundMe page. So here's what gets me. Like, I've got a great story that we're going to talk about later from a McDonald's worker who uh, actually set up a GoFundMe for, uh, sorry, a customer of a McDonald's worker who set up a GoFundMe for the McDonald's worker and okay. the kid's going to get a new car because of it just because he did something awesome. So nice. this woman, Amanda, she's 32. Mm-hmm. You're thinking she's doing something awesome. She sets up a GoFundMe page for a murder victim's family. She raises $12,000 on this GoFundMe page. What do you think with that money, Steve? She stole it. What do you mean? Well, what do you mean? Stole it for who? For herself. Was that? Bingo. She can rot. 
she got caught and now she's going to have to pay for what she's done. We opened up an investigation to find out what was going on with that account. We have her all over the county spending money. She's at a Walmart. She even went and paid a $1,300 water bill. This one right here is really as bad as it gets. Yeah, it really is as bad as it gets. She paid her water bill. She went to Walmart. She went shopping. She just really hung out and had a good time and spent the money on herself. $12,000. She's going to jail. Oh, those people are the worst. As she I'm should. Glad she's going to jail. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even call her a Karen. She's worse than a Karen. Like, you stole money from a murder victim's family. You did something nice, set up the GoFundMe page, but you used it to siphon money for yourself. You're a piece yeah. of crap. You're a piece of crap. So uh, let's talk about something else here. About uh, let's. That's illegal. I want to talk about something. I want you to see if you can think of something right now. What is something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it? Uh, something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it. You can text in, you can message via the app. Something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it. For example, turning the light on in your car while you're driving at night. Okay, I can see that. That is legal, but it feels wrong when you're doing it. Feels right. weird. Yeah. Uh, ripping one or two bananas off a bunch at a grocery store because you don't want that many. <laughs> that feels illegal it does it does for me dog it really does dude seriously when i do that i feel so bad i mean uh, now by the way eating grapes in the grocery store is actually illegal because you're stealing I've right done that. well i was I mean, gonna say eating eating the fruit out of uh so like the, at um a few grocery stores they have the fruit for kids i don't know if you ever see that like on the in the produce section it's like take a banana I, uh, for a kid I've seen uh, the cookies for kids. I totally yeah. take those. So, yeah. well, I mean, I, I've taken bananas for Charlotte, and she won't finish them. And then I, I feel bad eating the banana afterwards. Like, that's illegal. <laughs> but you don't want to throw it away either because you feel exactly. like a boosh, right? right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it. Another one was uh, reading a book at a bookstore for a while and then putting it back on the shelf. That's legal, but it feels illegal when you're doing it. It is or legal for it you to do that. the bathroom at barnes and noble that's just and nasty pooping, and then reading a book and then bringing it back out <laughs> now this one's ew uh that, have you done that no it's from a seinfeld episode oh okay <laughs> uh this one's mostly for guys some women might do this but adjusting yourself while you're out in public like you adjusting yourselves right while you're that's, out in public that's, that's legal, legal right? okay. but it feels illegal when you're doing it yeah when you're at a store and you realize there's something in your pocket that they also sell there now, that's happened to me before. I recently, uh, God, I was going in, like, the the grocery store or something. I had something in my pocket. I don't know if it was a candy bar or what it was. But I had something in my pocket, and I was like, oh, God, I got to. I actually turned around, walked back to my car, put it back in the car out of my pocket, and then walked into the store. Because I'm like, they're going to they're gonna see that, and they're going to go, you're stealing a candy bar. It's also hilarious. Like, no. You just walk around with candy bars in your pocket all the time. Don't worry about what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it, when you're opening a drink or a snack at a store before you've paid for it. Something legal that feels illegal. It's legal. You can open it. Just make sure you pay for it. Right? right. Yeah, it still feels super weird, though. I try not to do that unless I'm, like, extremely thirsty. When's the last time you were on a road trip? That was you and Charlotte and your wife, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever uh, go into? Did you ever go into a gas station and use their to, uh, use their toilet, but not buy anything at the gas station? Yeah, I mean that's majority of the time when I use the bathroom on road trips. I don't actually buy anything. 
it's legal, Steve, but that it does is. feel, tell me you feel bad when you do that. Cause I feel bad every time I do that. No, I do not feel bad about using a restroom. <laughs> I don't but feel like if there's a big sign that them. says like toilet only for people who pay for stuff, then, then I might feel bad, but. I think it like I feel like when I go. Do you really not? Does that really not make you feel bad? That makes me feel really no, bad. Doesn't make me feel set bad. that aside. I want to do a county fishbowl on that in a sec. I think uh, trying to break into your home when you're locked out. Something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it. And finally, taking too many napkins from a restaurant so you can use them as tissues later was the rest of that list. Yeah, okay. I've done that a million times. Put Looting them in your car. A it's hotel legal. room full of stuff. I always feel bad, but we still do it. Like we take the extra coffee. Take the shampoos behind. Take the little yeah. shampoos, take the little soaps. Yep. You can do that. It's legal for you to do yep. that. Now, if you start jacking them from the cleaning cart, that's I, I, that I think could get you into trouble. But from your <laughs> right. room, Taking light bulbs. you could do that. Do you really not feel guilty when you use a gas station bathroom and you don't buy anything? Because I feel guilty no, every time. And most all. of the time, I go buy something. And, like, and not even because I'm a fatty and I want an excuse to buy a Reese's Pieces. I'll go buy something because, like, if it's a water. Or even a, a darn a stupid banana, which, I mean, I'm not buying a lot of bananas at, you know, the gas station on a road trip. I'm usually getting Doritos. But still, I feel so bad. I actually, I, I don't know. There's some stuff where I just, it makes me feel guilty, so I have to spend money. Like concessions in a movie theater. I know from working in a movie theater, that's how they make their money. So I always have to buy something when I go to yeah, the movie Yeah, I always theater. do that, too. That's because it's I mean, yummy, too. back when we could go to movies, that is. Right. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, look, we're about 15 minutes from daddy tips. I don't know what uh, the uh, pulling things out of your backside controversy is with uh, Charlotte, Steve's mm -hmm. kid, but I'm very anxious to find out. In your text question of the day, you can text in, message via the app, or email at countingfish.com. If somebody gave you a box containing every single thing you've lost in your life, what would be the first thing you'd search for? I, I was looking for an old Nintendo, which actually a member of the Click of Six messaged and said, hey, my kids don't use their old Nintendo that I had for them. Uh, if you want it, you can have it. So I might actually take her up there on that. And Steve's parents, when he was 13, correct me if I'm wrong here, let you collect Zippo lighters, and then you had them, and then you're in college, and some kid comes in, your, you have a party at your house, and some kid stole them. This is correct, and I'm very sad about it. Cause they, they had sentimental value from all the different places I visited when I was a kid and then through my teenage years. Dude, that makes total sense. And not even just that, it's not just the settlement of value and the stories with your parents and the trips, and I get that, the, the the little nuggets, but not even just that, just some dude coming to your house, or a girl, I guess, it was, were there girls at your party? No, it was just all boys, yeah. I wouldn't be, I don't know, dude. You and your friends used to have a We played the, tickle that fights. game where we all put balloons on ourselves, and we had to run around and pop them. Yeah, no, you just you and a bunch of guys, yep. just men being men, <laughs> yeah, exactly, with, with balloons and popping them with each uh -huh. other. It's cool. Yeah, it good hey, time. different strokes, man. So Steve's the Zippo thing. I'm the old Nintendo. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you've lost in your life, what would be the first thing you'd search for? Uh, hey, by the way, the workday payday is coming up. Maybe you lost something. You want to replace it? How about you get that sweet, sweet money? Your chance to win up to ten thousand dollars in just uh, a little over forty minutes. Hourly codes start at eight. And they go all the way through five. Just download the app. Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. We were having a conversation. We are just having a conversation about a totes trending story about things that are legal, but they feel illegal when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Steve was saying that he, uh, with the gas station bathroom, I feel guilty when I use it and I don't buy something. You're like, no, I just go in, I tinkle and I leave. I don't need to buy something. If you're on a road trip, for example. 
right? Right. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. So we had a member of the Click of Six. We got a bunch of people that messaged in on it, but uh, one of my favorite ones that I had to share with you is about this woman's husband. A member of the Click of Six said, my husband will stop and use the bathroom in a hotel lobby versus stopping and using a gas station restroom, okay. uh, which it weirds her out. It weirds me out a little bit, too. She said she feels super uncomfortable walking past the desk people at the hotel just to use their bathroom. That would, <laughs> I would feel more uncomfortable doing that than doing a gas station. Right. I'll do the occasional like, fast food place, and that feels a little well, yeah. more weird than a gas station. Really? See, I have no I problem think with so. that. See, I, if, if I do a um, uh, fast food place, majority of the time, I'll at least buy like a drink or something. Because that just feels more weird. I don't know. A gas station seems like it's there for your convenience a lot of times, whereas like a restaurant is not. Thus, the convenience store was what yes, they used exactly. to call it at a gas station. I, I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, somebody <laughs> else said, as a former Girl Scout cookie mom, I always felt funny meeting parents in a parking lot to sell them more cookies. Like they were, she was doing a drug deal or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's pretty random, but like, okay, I understand where she's coming from. Yeah, it's yeah. She, go using legal versus illegal. Yeah, just all right. Oh, yeah. You uh, you want these cookies? Yeah. You want the thin mints? You got the cash? You got the cash? Yeah, yeah. You like that? You got the cash? Okay, sounds good. So uh, anyway, thanks for your text on that and uh, some of your messages via the app. Most of the messages via the app and text that we've gotten today are about Connie. Uh, a little later in the show yesterday. Uh, then right now, Connie came on, and, and, and if you missed it, informed us all that uh, she has kidney and liver cancer. Obviously, Steve, myself, and the management of the station knew, but uh, she has kidney and liver cancer. She is uh, now, uh, and she appreciates definitely all of your messages and uh, all your prayers and your thoughts. I know that for a fact. I'm not just saying that. So she will be back, not this week. We're hoping next week. We're just going to kind of see how it goes. It may just be for uh, bursts on the show, maybe for a couple hours, depending on how she feels. This is something that myself and Connie have never dealt with in our career. Like, we've done a ton of fundraisers and for children's hospitals and for cancer centers and things of that nature throughout our career. She and I really have, but obviously I don't know how it's going to affect the show. So just so you know, that's where Connie is. Yeah. She will still be back. So she can uh, do cool things like, Enjoy Daddy Tips with Steve, which is coming up. And uh, his kid's butt and the weird butt project thing is going to happen. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm -hmm. Text question of the day. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you've lost in your life, what would be the first thing that you'd search for? You can message in via the app. You can email at ConnieandFish.com and let us know. We're going to do that in about an hour. 30 minutes away from your chance at $10,000. Steve. Daddy Tips is happening. I'm Steve and I'm a double daddy. I got tips and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the last few years. And I want to pass along some of that parenting knowledge to you. Today's first daddy tip is for any parents who have kids who love Play-Doh. Can pick Play-Doh. You need to designate a Play-Doh play area for your little one because that stuff can get messy. <laughs> Preferably an area without carpeting because no matter how well you and your little ones clean up after you're done playing, there's always going to be some residual Play-Doh. Hello. And if that gets ground to the carpet, ugh, it's not going to be fun getting it out. I like it. I'm Steve and I'm a double daddy. The next daddy tip is to get a library. 
library card. With the pandemic still restricting the things you can do for fun, entertainment is sometimes hard to come by, but a library card gives you all sorts of possibilities. I like it. We signed up for one online and got access to several streaming services and Charlotte loves watching the shows. Ooh. And that was just the beginning. We also took Charlotte to a library and she thought it was the coolest thing ever. We got to pick out books, Ooh, book. movies, Ooh, and she even got to play while she was there too. So pick up that library card to get some free entertainment this fall and winter. I'm Steve and I'm a Double daddy. And the final daddy tip of the week is something that might seem like a joke at first, but is actually quite serious. Don't tell your toddler that the thing they're looking for is in their butt. Yeah, okay, like I said, this started as a joke when Charlotte asked where her pacifier was. Maybe. And I said, hey kid, it's probably in your butt. Oh boy. But now, Charlotte is constantly shoving her hands in her pants saying stuff is in her butt. <laughs> Seriously, kid, there's nothing in your butt. And I regret ever joking that your pacifier was lost in there. Money. So just be aware when you tell your toddler something that you might think is funny, they might take it literally. I'm Steve and I'm a Double daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What's the longest word in the English language? Smiles, because the first and last letters are a mile apart. That's Steve, and he's a new dude. <laughs> Hopefully these tips weren't really bad. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, I love that ending. Dude, I... Bye-bye. <laughs> before we even talk about what's going on with uh, daddy tips today, I've got to tell you straight up, I love kid audio, and I love the baby Charlotte now. I, I guess it's weird calling her baby Charlotte because you have another kid now, but I, I love that Charlotte is to the age where she can do cool stuff with audio because that yeah. is fun. That is oh, fun. Yeah. Now, does she really think stuff's up her butt or is she playing around with you and just kidding around with dad? She is constantly reaching into her, like she has her hand in her pants all the time. Brittany also says it's probably because uh, what we were talking about earlier, I adjust myself, uh, things that seem illegal but aren't. Yeah. <laughs> so I adjust myself a lot too. So I think she's acting like daddy as well. When so she's going front. <laughs> she she's not just checking the oh, back side front. of the diaper. But but when but when she goes front, she does the she she can reach around. She has long arms. But yeah, she's constantly grabbing at her butt and saying like it's in my butt. <laughs> like Charlotte, oh, where'd so your pacifier go? It's in my butt. Or Charlotte, the, where'd you put your juice? <laughs> it's in my butt. Every yeah, there's it's a, all everything. You should look up butt. a. There's a song called Boogie in My Butt. It's an old Eddie Murphy song from like <laughs> I, I know 19. Yeah, you should play that for uh, Brittany so she can. <laughs> maybe it's got a great beat to it. It's got, a, you know, it yeah. talks about an elevator be up there, a big brown chair up there. And yeah. So, okay. You joke, but maybe she's just kidding with you with the butt well, she thing. She is. Oh, 100% she is. But the moral but of the story is. But she's shoving her hand back there. Yeah, is that you might yeah. think something's funny and like, oh my gosh, I'm hilarious. Like, this kid thinks I'm hilarious. And then they start doing it all the time. Like, okay, wait, maybe that was slightly inappropriate. And now hopefully she doesn't do that in public. I actually hope she does do it in public because <laughs> I think that would be hysterical. Thank you. You're welcome, baby Charlotte. I think it would be great. And I'm sorry that daddy's playing jokes on you all the time because that is not cool. How do you feel about daddy? Okay, yeah. well, there you go. That's my favorite audio you ever gave me, dog. Thank you. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, Oh, well. You mad? Rando, texto, message via Apo. Free download in the Apo store. Okay, so you can also email, email at connieandfish.com. And we've got a brother in pain. Now, look, I am torn on this. Because instinctively, this, I think, is going to sound cheap to you. But my question is, is it really cheap or is it just his decision? It's kind of a bummer, though. Here we go. Okay. 
says, my girlfriend and I have very close birthdays. Brother in pain is the lucky one whose birthday is first. It's always cool to have the first birthday when you're in a relationship, especially boyfriend, girlfriend, because <laughs> you can gauge what yes. you're going to do. Oh, my God. She spent $100 on me. I guess I better spend $100 on her. Or if you want to spend more, and I know Connie's always busting my chops because the competitive nature in my brain. Right. But I also don't want to spend, be the guy that spends 50 bucks on the lady and she spends 200 or something on me, which would be awesome. It'd be great to benefit from the, you know, the win on that, but still. Anyway, he says they have close birthdays. His birthday is first. This year, he, from a close friend, I mean, check out what this friend did for him. Okay. He got a $100 gift, a gift card uh, to Amazon nice. from a friend. That's a hell of a friend. I know. Right? Uh, I said I was, he was telling uh, another buddy that I planned on using the gift card to go to Amazon and purchase my girlfriend a birthday gift. Hers is in a couple weeks, right? Because his is first. Yeah. So he told me, dude, that is the cheapest thing you could do. Using your birthday gift to buy your girlfriend's gift is just as bad as re-gifting. In theory, it really is re-gifting. Plus, it's insulting, goes on to say, plus it's insulting to the person that bought you the gift card in the first place. They wanted you to buy something for yourself, not for your girlfriend. He, the brother in pain that messaged in, thinks it's smarter, uh, not harder. Uh, either way, I'd be spending the cash. Why not use the gift card, save the money on my bank account? So the question is, is it okay to use a birthday gift card to buy a girlfriend a birthday gift or is he as his friend said the cheapest man on earth on earth 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 steve what do you think i think his friends being very dramatic because it's money at that point it's like what would be so let's say the guy buys a hundred dollar thing for his girlfriend that he can find on amazon so his friend essentially wants him to pull out his credit card or his debit card, pay for it that way, and then go and use his Amazon card later. Like, I don't understand yeah. what the difference yeah. is. Here's how it, it breaks seems like down. he's being very dramatic. At first, I thought exactly how you feel. But I think I'm going to change your mind here. Now, you can message via the app. You can text in. Let us know your take on it. Again, Connie's out this week. She came on the show yesterday and she was talking about how she has cancer in the kidney and the liver in her kidneys and liver uh and uh she'll be back intermittently in the next few weeks as they figure out their plan and then uh, hopefully full-time soon sooner rather than later right okay so it's just steve and i right now so click of six unite let us know your take on this guy gets a hundred dollar gift card from a good friend tells another friend hey my girlfriend's birthday's in two weeks. I'm going to use my Amazon gift card for 100 bucks. I'm going to get her a baller gift from Amazon. This is great. His friend, I'm working smarter, not harder here. His friend says, uh, dude, that's kind of disrespectful to your friend that gave you the gift. You're the cheapest man on earth. And he wants to know if he is. I think you are. But I don't, I don't think you're the cheapest man on earth. Let me back step here. Okay. I think, Steve, that this guy is being disrespectful to his friend. And why? I'll tell you why. If I gave you, and I'm going to talk about you, not even with a girlfriend, with your kid. Okay. If I gave you a $100 gift card for your birthday, which I know your birthday is coming up. When is it? October uh, 12th? 
Ah, uh, close. 17th. 11th? 17th? Darn it. Aw, yeah. I knew somebody's birthday was uh, October 12th. So whoever's birthday is October 12th, I was talking about you. Yeah, happy okay. early birthday, that person. Yeah, uh, so your birthday's coming up. If I gave you, and I'm not going to, give gave you a $100 gift card to Amazon, mm-hmm. I want you to go buy some Warhammer stuff or a video game right. for your video game system. I That's what my intent is. But I don't know what game you want to buy or what Warhammer and Warhammer doll you want to buy, right? Okay, yeah. So then you go tell me, thanks again for that gift card, man. I bought the cutest stuffed animal for baby Charlotte. I'd be really irritated by that. Really? Like, that's not why I gave you that gift. <laughs> I gave it to you so you could do something special for yourself. And his friend gave him a $100 gift card. So his friend clearly is probably loaded and also thinks he needs to buy himself something pretty, right? See, I don't know. It's money's money at that point. I mean, I guess with a gift card, see, if you were to just re-gift straight up the gift card, that's when I think you're getting into the territory of re-gifting. But when you're just going to spend it, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like when people give you money for your birthday, they're supposed to just give it to you to do whatever you want with it. That's the whole point of giving money, in my opinion. Yeah. And so if you want to give someone money for their birthday, even if it is in the form of a gift card, and they want to use it on somebody else, I think that's perfectly fine and that you're being overly dramatic. See, here's a great example, too. My dad likes Red Robin. My okay. brother, Mark, gave me, <laughs> uh, gave me many, many, many gift cards for Red Robin yes. uh, on my birthdays and Christmas, specifically after my mother died. And he said, hey... Yeah, he's helping me out. He's trying to help me out, like in my bank account, right? More or less on my birthday. So let's say he gives me 50 bucks. Take dad to Red Robin. It's on me. Happy birthday. I hope you have a great birthday. Love you. Well, then he's saving me 25 bucks because I'm going to eat as well, right? So he's saving me 25 bucks. So it's my gift now became $25. I'm not complaining. I'm saying it's it's a very good thought. And he's also looking out for his father. So that's cool. But... If I give you a $100 gift card, it's not so you can go buy something for your wife or your girlfriend or your kid. It's because you're my guy or my buddy, and I'm trying to hook you up because you probably, if somebody's giving you a $100 gift card to Amazon for your birthday, it's either because you just bought a new home, you need to fix something in your home, you've been complaining about it, or you don't treat yourself enough, and he's making a point to treat yourself. So to the guy that sent the email, I'm like, dude, just... Spend a hundred separate and go get yourself something nice from Amazon. I, I your friend on this. Uh, member said it's a member of the click of six said it's his gift card. He can do what he wants with it. Yeah, it is. His, it is. It's just you're being cheap. I can almost guarantee, but I can't guarantee. Connie would probably feel the same way on this one. The beauty of this is I've known Connie over 25 years. Steve's known Connie over seven. So I'm always going to win that argument. And now I'm going to start making Connie agree with me all the time. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, guys, I wonder what you guys think Connie would say. A uh, sister with a braid said, maybe the gift to the guy is uh, a happy girlfriend. So, oh, yeah, because the girlfriend's going to get there the, you go. the benefit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Laura said, the point is the money was for him to buy a gift for himself. So if he were to buy a $20 gift for himself, and then use the rest on his girlfriend, that would even be totally fine. Just do something for you, boo. Uh, another sister with a brain said, why on earth would anyone tell anyone what money they use to purchase a gift? 
money is being spent either way. If he gives him a gift card, why are you going to tell him how you spent it? Just saying. Now, I'll say this. Well, they might ask. They might be like, I wanna, hey, what would you know. my gift card on? Yeah. I'd want to know. Yeah, because it's going to kind of get me pumped up to know that you spent it on uh, hair plugs or whatever you did. Right. Uh, brother, no, another dude said, dude, you, no, he's not. It was a gift to him. He can do what he wants with it. Don't give out gift cards or cash. Then tell the person how they need to use it. Steve is absolutely right. All right, I love way, it. By the way, I am currently extremely high and uh, <laughs> intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he said that. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, my fan base is always currently yeah. high and intoxicated. <laughs> exactly, <sure>. exactly. <laughs> that from now on they are because and Connie would agree with me a hundred percent. I'm telling you right now because I've known Connie over 25 years. She yes, would agree have. with me. Well, well let's get more of okay. these decks. Okay, you're welcome. Rando texto message over via Apo is what we're doing right now about a guy's girlfriend. He and his girlfriend have very close birthdays. As far as the birthdays go, they're about, uh, it looks like if I run the dates on the email, I think they're three to four weeks apart, okay? okay. His is first. His buddy gives him a $100 gift card to Amazon from one of his guy friends. And he was telling his other guy friend, hey, bro, like, dude, I, I got this, uh, I got this gift card, man. Her birthday's coming up. I'm going to get her something from Amazon. This can be awesome. It's 100 bucks. I don't have to pull it out of my checkings or my savings account. And his friend's like, you're cheap. Like, if I gave you that card, I'd be like, what the crap, Bob? You're supposed to spend that on yourself, Bob. What up with that? Let's call him Bob. It's a fake name, by the way. Steve says, brilliant. He's working smarter, not harder, much like the dude said he was. He's going to spend the cash anyway. It's your gift card. Why not use it? He wants to know, is he the cheapest man on earth? Which is clearly what his friend called him. Now, a lot of people, my friend, are agreeing with you today, Steve. Uh, you know, somebody messaged in and said, Steve is brilliant. I totally agree with him. I, I, I think that's a little bit extreme, personally. But, you know, okay, if that's what how they feel, then so be it. Somebody else said, uh, when you give somebody a gift, it's not with, uh, with any strings attached. So whatever he wants to do with an Amazon gift card is his choice, whether he uses it on himself or his girlfriend. I don't think it really matters. Steve is right. The friend is being dramatic. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see him being dramatic that way. I just, I just don't. I don't think he's being dramatic by saying it. I'll tell you this. If I gave the guy the gift card, if I actually gave it to him, and I heard he spent it on his girlfriend. I'd be like, all right, well, I gave it to him. Lesson learned. I'll never do that again. Somebody else said, uh, once you give a gift, you get no say in what they do with it. Otherwise, we would all have a bunch of ugly clothes and sweaters laying around from grandma's. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Brother in Pain said, Fish, you're spot on. He actually has a big heart, uh, a bigger heart than I realized. Oh, what is that, me? Uh, somebody else said, is the girlfriend really going to ask her boyfriend how he paid for it? I doubt it. So why does it matter if it comes out that the gift card balance but was different than his bank account. Never thought about that, though. What about the girlfriend? Like, what if she is like, hey, uh, that's awesome. You got that from Amazon. Didn't you say your friend Rick gave you $100? Did you? I mean, how does the girl, how would you, sisters with a brain, feel if the dude bought you something with a gift card he got from his friend? Does that bother you? I, I, I don't know. Somebody else said it's a gift card. The person who receives the gift card should be able to do whatever they want. A lot of people have said that. As far as the gift card goes, 
Why does it matter where it comes from? Oh, we just read that one. Here's another one. How serious is this relationship? My brother in pain, John, said this. Spending it on his girlfriend is fine, but I still think it's a little douchey. You want to see someone buy something sweet for themselves, not blow it on somebody who they may break up with down the road. To me, it sounds like a waste. Also, by the way, spending $100 this year means next year needs to be on par or better. Oh, that's another great point. He's setting himself up for failure. Women don't forget about that stuff. That's true. And isn't it? Would you be upset, sisters with a brain, if a dude spent 100 bucks on you one year and 50 on you the next year because he had the extra bump from the gift card? Uh, somebody else said, what if he buys uh, something that makes his girlfriend having happy, thus making him happy? Wink. You know what I mean? Wink. You know what she's saying? If his friend cared, he wouldn't have bought him a gift card. He would have bought him a real gift. That's another great point. Uh, if I picked up a $100 bill off the ground and handed it to you, would I be cheap because it doesn't come from me? Well, that's a really, uh, that's a really good point, Don. And finally, about re-gifting. What if you give somebody a gift card and they use it to buy groceries or to pay a bill? Would you be offended then? I wouldn't for that reason because I'd be like, wow, man, Bob must really be uh, need the money. So I really helped him out with his groceries. They go on to say, I've been in that position before where I've been so broke and somebody gave me a $150 gift card for my birthday, which was nice, but I needed to pay my car insurance or buy groceries, football stuff for kids, et cetera. That's a really, really good point. Actually, I like that point a lot. I think it's a great way to wrap it up. Text question of the day is in about eh, 20 minutes or so. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you've lost in your life, every single thing you've lost in your life, what would it be or what's in there? And uh, what would be the first thing that what would be the first thing that you searched yeah. for? Steve, earlier you said uh, my lighter uh, your collection. Old, yeah, your Zippo old Zippo lighter, lighter collection, collection. Mm -hmm. from when you were 13, you started collecting them. Yes, I did. Hey, I was burning That's, stuff at a young age. Yeah, I was going to say, it still throws me. I had an old Nintendo, you know, the kind where you put the cartridge in and you push it down. And I don't know if they're still like that. But it'd be fun to have Mario and things of that nature. No, so if somebody gave like you a... <laughs> what'd you say? I said, no, they're not still like that. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I'm not a gamer like you, bro. I just, I, I, know. I you know. Funny, <laughs> uh, if somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, what would be the first thing you'd search for? That is the text question of the day. We'll do that in about 20 minutes. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. It's going to sound like an infomercial for McDonald's here for a sec, but it's not. Okay. It's just for some reason, McDonald's is really trending right now. So last week, Jody Butts of Bismarck, North Dakota, was going through the McDonald's drive-thru. Because, you know... Jody Butts of Bismarck likes to go through the drive-thru and get herself some yum-yums. Yeah. So uh, in front of her is this car. And uh, the, on the license plate, the license plate reads HMB. Write this down, Steve. You ready? Okay. HMB. Mm -hmm. R-G-L-R. <gasps> this is the license plate that the woman had in her car in front of her. So she's obviously a hamburglar. she's going to take a photo. Yeah, she's going to take a photo of it. She's going to put that online. Yeah, that was like hamburglars going on here. What is going on? Well, obviously, this becomes a huge thing, and uh, people need good news nowadays, positive news nowadays. 
So they start doing some research on it and they find out this woman is a, uh, obviously, clearly a diehard McDonald's fan. I pulled up in the drive-thru and in front of me was his car. I looked at the license plate and it said Hamburglar. I come here for lunch Saturday and Sunday. Hello. I have collector's items all over the place, cookie jars, little tights, McDonald's, everything. That is so cute. So she Aww. is the Hamburglar. She's a diehard. She She's is like, a and then I robbed a place of all Yeah, the right? <laughs> if I were McDonald's, I would hook her up. Right? I know. Free advertising yeah. on a license plate all day when she drives around. And Jody Butts of Bismarck, just for making a trend. Thank you, Jody right? Butts of Bismarck. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Speaking of hookups at McDonald's, there's a mom in Ohio. Her name is Brittany. And she ordered a bunch of food at McDonald's. She gets okay. uh, to the point where she's got to pay. And she realizes, oh, man, I forgot my purse. I forgot my purse. I don't know what I'm going to do here. So the guy working the drive-thru pulls out his debit card. Says, hey, this one's on me. So to thank him, her husband did a little research started a GoFundMe page to help the guy buy the car that he's been saving up for. Oh, wow. Yeah, all because he did that. A reporter talked to Brittany about it and uh, with the kid's mom as well, who uh, couldn't be more proud. I tell the young man working the window, like, I totally forgot my purse at home. I'm so sorry. I got to cancel that entire order. And before I could say, I'll be right back, he was like, not a problem. He reaches out and grabs his wallet and just swipes his debit card. And I was like, what did you just do? I was like, no, I don't have anything with me. And he was like, no, it's fine, ma'am. I got it. It makes me even probably more proud of him because he's not seeking the limelight. He's not like, look at me. You know, I did this great big good deed. And he's still like, you know, it's just something I would do anytime. That is odd. What a great kid. See, I love these positive kids stories. And again, 20, over 25, and now it's trending. It's going to be probably double. Over $25,000 on a GoFundMe so this kid can get a car that he's been saving up for. That's awesome. Yeah, the mom uh, of the kid also, by the way, they're now... Now, that posted a couple days ago. They're doing a bunch of research on her now. Apparently, $22,000 of the twenty-five is now missing. She's in Vegas. The mom hasn't been heard from in about three days. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, I might be exaggerating that part. Uh, let's talk a little bit about fall. It's definitely fall now, right? Yes. I mean, the weather's there. It's nippy. Mm-hmm. Turkey's done, if you will. You know, it's cold. So uh, I've got some activities here, some fall activities that you can still do despite the pandemic. Because some okay. with the pandemic, some of the things that you want to do, like go to a football game. Mm-hmm. By the way, the NFL, uh, the Titans had the first case of COVID uh, in NFL. It's the Titans, and maybe the Vikings might have it. We talked a little bit about that earlier. But you want to go to an, a, like a, a Lions game or a Bears game or a Packers game or something like that. Or maybe you want to go to Kansas City and go to Chiefs game, whatever it is. You want to go to an NFL football game, a high school football game. My neighbor's kid plays soccer, Steve, and uh, they can only take two people in per game. Oh, wow. So That's if crazy. he wants his grandpa to go to the game, right. hold on. Sorry, okay. I rolled over my headphone cord. If he wants his grandpa <laughs> to go go to the game, because I got so worked up. So if he wants grandpa to go to the game, mom or dad technically can't go. Aw. Yeah, so dad. it's, well, it's, you know, it's pandemic. Right. So uh, I got some fall activities you can do despite everything going on. Uh, you could heat up some hot cocoa or apple cider and have a family game night. Mm-hmm. Those used to be fun strangers. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. No, dude, don't share with, don't have strangers in your house. No. It's family game night. That's it weird. 
Uh, bank pumpkin seeds or uh, dessert that tastes like fall, like a pumpkin pie, maybe. Okay. I yeah. was a. Uh, I don't want to brag or anything, but uh, I actually baked a little bit last night, and not the kind Ooh. that you do in the garage. Oh. But uh, yeah. Well, that's no fun. I uh, was uh, making a cake last night. First okay. cake I've ever made in my life. Why? Unless I made one in high school. Ah, Alicia bought it, and because uh, she couldn't shop or anything because of her injury for my birthday, and it was going to be a mm -hmm. birthday cake, and I just wasn't in the mood last week. So last night I made that instant cake. You know, I mean, I put in like the the oils and the uh, eggs, yeah, and the uh, water, mixed it or together. whatever, and uh -huh. then to mix it together. And I, I've never, and I realized I've never in my life, unless I did it in high school, which I think I may have made a cake ever. And like uh, this is you're talking about straight up. You put it in the oven, then you baked it, and then you put frosting yeah. on it. Yeah, wow. but we it was too Good late, so I couldn't frosting it up totally. Aww. But yeah, it's frosting one piece. It looked like a giant piece of frosting cake. It was like <laughs> it was like frosting with a side of cake. Anyway, some other things you can do if you're looking for stuff to do uh, to enjoy fall a little bit. You could do a Halloween movie night with people oh. you live with, or you could do night. the. You could do the outdoor one too if you've got that. You know, everybody's getting that screen this year. Oh yeah, set the up an outdoor screens. theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, those guys are making money. Uh, instead of trick or treating, you could hide candy around the house or backyard, like Easter, with how the bunny does it for you. But you could do it. That there could be go. fun. Yeah, you could do a scavenger hunt where kids get a list of fall theme themed things to look for while they walk around outdoors, like pumpkin on a porch or leaves that are a certain color. You could even do, maybe kind of figure out, I'm just throwing this out, a neighborhood scavenger hunt. That could yeah, be kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, I mean, as long as you... Awards and prizes. Yeah. Uh, walk around the neighborhood to look at decorated homes. You could decorate your house or apartment. Things you can do uh, to enjoy fall despite the pandemic. Uh, number two on the list was carving or decorating pumpkins at home or outside at a safe distance with friends. Possibly <laughs> okay, get yeah. some of that uh, spiced cider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put you know, some a little uh, yum yum right there. In it. Yeah. Well, no, the spice cider is already boozed out. Oh, I did. That's what I'm talking know, about. I that know stuff. Not of this. Ooh, oh, it's very good, my that. friend. Uh, and finally, Connie's favorite thing. And uh, again, by the way, if you missed yesterday, Connie uh, is going to be here and there uh, for the next little while. She uh, was diagnosed with uh, kidney and liver cancer. Uh, we'll give you more updates as the time goes, obviously, but uh, she definitely won't be here this week. So, Connie's one of Connie's things, and Connie and Dan, I'm sure, will be doing this as much as Connie wants this fall, uh, or and can visiting a pumpkin patch or apple orchard. Yes, we've as long as you're using apple orchard once, that was fun. well. As as long as you're using hand sanitizer before touching pumpkins or picking apples, and people are able to social distance within the realm of the pandemic, you could really still enjoy fall. Yeah. And these are, by the way, uh, th this is a. Uh, the CDC released a bunch of uh, Halloween guidelines, and these work all around the CDC guidelines. So okay. maybe I should have given that to you to, to throw up on the uh, internet machine, the uh, website, but I, I didn't. Uh, okay, so look, if you want to do that, but the pumpkin patch apple orchard thing is my favorite, but yeah. I just don't like to tell the lady at home that. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> then she's going to want to go all the time. But she's injured, so she can't even ride in a car for more than an hour. Without yeah, an she could probably what, only pick a couple apples before she hurts herself again. Well, I'm not going to some apple orchard with her and picking all the apples because she fell off of a horse. 
She, right? sorry, That's got bucked off a horse. I learned yesterday, by the way, uh, one of the women at the stable told Alicia that when she got bucked off her horse, Steve, yeah. she went over the horse's head. Is oh, she wow. flew? She got tossed over the horse's head, and the woman was like, "I got to tell you, Alicia, I thought for sure you stuck the buck for quite some time. It was just at that end when it slipped you out. I saw you, and Alicia was like, "Yeah, I just kind of fell over to the side." And she said, no, you flew over the horse, <laughs> the head wow. of the horse. And that horse, her horse is many hands tall. I don't know how many hands, because I really don't know horses that much. I'll go for But 15. I total 15, I think it's 10 hands tall. Or right, one 10 hand hands tall. tall. Her, hand is, her horse is one hand tall. Anybody that knows <laughs> anything about horse. horses was like, she has a super mini. It's the little plastic horse that kids get when they're, when, uh, they, they're born that they ride. Baby Charlotte has the horse bigger than my wife's. But yeah, <laughs> and she go. broke her clavicle falling off of it. All right, text question of the day we're going to do next. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you've lost in your life, what would be the first, first thing that you'd search for? Text question of the day today. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, everything, could be a, a yes, and by the way, now women are messaging in with this as well It was dudes earlier The V card We're aware oh, You want it back <laughs> Alright uh, So anyway Somebody gives you a box Containing everything you've lost in your life What would be the first thing you'd search for? This was a Steve one And I actually I was curious to see how this was going to play out And credit you had credits doubts. too Not going to lie I did. You had some doubts I doubted you my friend I was like Well mm -hmm. what if we did this angle? What if we did that angle? And you were like Please just do it Please. And I said it was weird. You started crying. Yes, I, I always I don't sleep much. I have a brand new baby. Just do the day. I'm like, all right. But you were right. You're right. It worked out great. So right. if somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, what would be the first thing you'd search for? Steve, when he was 13, his parents let him start collecting Zippo lighters. And mm -hmm. someone came to your house at a house party in college and lifted them, right? Yeah, it took them all. About over a dozen of them. Very sad. Wow. Yeah, that would not have been, I would have been so mad. Okay, and uh, for me, old Nintendo. Don't know where it is, don't know where it went. Never sold it. I'd like it back. I'd like to play yeah. Super Mario. Super okay, Mario. Uh, a box, uh, a box with what I've lost. Remember the click of six said, aside from loved ones, which a lot of people did say, it would be a ring. It was an antique looking band with a very small diamond my mom bought me just before I left for college. We were very poor. It was really special. It disappeared off my finger while packing for my freshman year. I still think about it years later. Ooh, that's, that's a bummer. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Another ring, too, by the way. My engagement ring. Losing it was the biggest mistake of my life, and I would give anything to have it back. Can't blame you there. Right. Alicia had a pair of those Versace uh, sunglasses. Okay. Versace? You know the fancy? Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, that stuff. Okay. Yeah. She had one of them, and uh, she lost those at a party Ooh. years ago or something like that and she was uh, devastated and she had had them for like eight years so she got the, got the money's worth right and i believe they were a gift for some dude but they disappeared possibly or maybe someone got rid of them because they bothered their father yeah, i was about to say from some dude eh? huh seems yeah. uh, like like a little uh tidbit you're dropping there for for no reason maybe i don't know who knows don't worry about it i'm not All worried right. about it you worry about it no Having been in foster care early on, for the answer to the text question of the day, if somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, 
what would the first thing, what would be the first thing you search for? Having been in foster care early on, I lost a lot, guys. And I really don't not quite know what I would want back. But I am sure that's why I'm a bit of a collector in my 40s. Okay. Oh, bad. That makes total sense. Somebody else has a handwritten letter, had a handwritten letter from Andre the Giant. Oh, I bet you love that. Anybody want a peanut? Andre the Giant. Uh, so their uncle flew a plane, flew, uh, flew on a plane with him a couple of times. I was the biggest wrestling fan growing up. I don't know what happened to it. That's mm. That sucks. Yeah, that'd be uh, real cool. Somebody else said, first thing that comes to mind is my class ring. I lost it freshman year in high school. I threw it in my cheer bag at a competition and haven't seen it since. Uh, a lot of family members with this text question of the day, if somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, what would it be? Quite a few people said moms. A couple of sad stories about uh, husbands and boyfriends or girlfriends and wives. Uh, a couple of people said uh, sanity. Uh, somebody <laughs> else said I like I liked sanity and, and a lot of jewelry. Uh, some people had wrestling action figures. Uh, somebody said uh, another engagement ring. Uh, wait, hold on. What's this? One? Oh, favorite childhood books. That'd be fun. One of my favorite ones, though. Somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life. What would the first thing be that you'd search for? Yeah. Their metabolism from their 20s. There you thought, go. Well, that's the perfect way to start the top five-ish because that would be amazing. Like, I think I, I've always been big, but I've always eaten a ton, and I eat way less now than I used to. So, oh, my God. If I ate like I do now in my 20s, I might have had one of them. Uh, you know when you got the bumps on your tummy? Yes. When you have what the lumps on your tummy. The, uh, <laughs> the workout tummy lumps. lumps. Mm -hmm. The tummy lumps. Yeah. <laughs> tummy Abs lumps. or whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I would have had those. Maybe not. Probably not. Anyway, uh, somebody else said my baseball, uh, baseball card collection that my husband left at our old house. Ooh. I'm still mad about it. Oh, God. I would be too. I would be Can too. Can you imagine being married to her? Think about this. <laughs> Every time she does something wrong. Every single time. You're like, honey, you can't leave the front door open. A bear ran into our house and destroyed it. Well, you know what I've had to bear? I've had to bear with you for the past five years, knowing that you lost my baseball card collection because you left it at our old house. Right? It's about right. That's probably an exact conversation, word for word for bottom. <laughs> word for word. Uh, here's losing some Magic the Gathering cards from the early 90s. Uh, I mo they moved with me 13 times before I got a wild hair and I did a massive closet purge. I think I chucked them out by mistake or I took them oh, to Goodwill no. by mistake. Those could the be amount worth of thousands. That's what they said, too. The amount of money they're worth at this day, it kills me. I think about it often. Oh, yeah, yeah I get so it. Some cards, tens of thousands. Oh. Of yeah. Let's go to number five. Number five. Text question of the day. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, what would be the first thing? What would be the first thing you search for? Uh, this one's kind of sad. A forever rose that my late husband gave me. Hmm. Sadly, the glass case broke when moving. Uh, then I the rose uh, dis uh, disintegrated. The, and Aww. she'd had it for years. Yeah, that that's sucks. Still not the uh, baseball cards, though. Somebody else said, <laughs> number four. My box would be filled with memories of my grandmother. She was loving and caring, and I don't have many of her. She passed when I was a preteen. So I wish I could remember those memories. I get that. 
Yeah. My grandpa passed when I was younger. I wanted to throw one of those in the top five-ish, Steve. We got a lot of people that started pulling bodies out of the box. Frankly, I, it's awesome if you could have that moment back. We were not thinking of dead bodies when we decided on this text question of the day. Now, obviously, these bodies would now be alive miraculously. I don't know how yes. this works. That's I would have then box. easily, I easily would have chosen my mother. Now, think about this. Mm -hmm. If I pulled my mom out of the magic box, uh -huh. right? And I, I pull her out. Okay. My dad now, for about almost two years, year and a half, has been oh, seeing sweet, sweet Becky. Oh, snap. I, my, I swear to God, my brother and sister-in-law would fly up from Florida instantly just so I could surprise my dad with dead mom who's now alive pulled from the box just so they could see that. <laughs> it would be the awesomest thing ever to see how awkward that would be. Right. And because I my know. parents, my, my dad still, sweet, sweet Becky knows this, my dad still says the love of his life was my mother. Oh, but it yeah. would be fascinating. And frankly, my mother would probably be cool about it. She'd probably go pull a 28-year-old dude from the bar anyway, have a little fun with him. <laughs> Number three. Hey, man, she was only in her 70s when she died. She could do it. Yeah. Uh, I would look for a pearl ring I got when my grandma passed. I misplaced it in 2016. I'd do anything to get it back. Number two. If somebody gave you a box containing everything you've lost in your life, what would be the first thing you would search for? The day of my mom's funeral, I was 20 years old, they said. I was getting ready at my grandmother's house. And after I took a shower, somebody stole the ring my mom got me. Oh, no. It was her class ring and watch. It was when they were in Jamaica. They got It was a present. They got it together. It would be the first thing I would look for. Steve, Ugh. that's worse than whoever stole your Zippo lighter collection that's from when you were 13. much worse. That's super bushy. Dead parent gifts. Don't mess with those. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Number one, if somebody gave you a box containing everything you lost in your life, what would be the first thing you search for? Guys, this is a no-brainer. The heads from all of my Barbie dolls. Okay. What? Creepy? Does that sound weird to you? That sounds you creepy. Why so, just story. the heads? They go <laughs> on story time. <laughs> okay. Story time. I had roughly 20 Barbies as a kid. Uh-huh. I loved them. One day, my parents had some <laughs> friends drop by. And they brought their son, David. Uh-oh. He said, uh, can I play with your Barbies? And I said, sure. <laughs> he played quietly. Nobody really worried about what David was up to. As, the, as, as they left, he looks directly at my parents and he said, I'm a good boy. Okay. Then I went into my room. God. Guys, I discovered the massacre. Oh, oh no. yeah. My parents called their friends and no missing doll heads. They had no missing doll heads in their home. Years later, my doll heads are still missing. I still wonder what happened to that kid, David. Wow. It's a funny story that we all tell every holiday in my house now with my family. <laughs> that's creepy. That's creepy as crap, Steve. And that's weird. Yes, it is. David's probably going to end up in one of those making a murderer Netflix things. Yeah. Probably. But yeah. it's a great number one. If you want to check that story out again, we're going to throw it up on the station website. Text question of the day. Thanks for all your uh, stuff today. That was fun. I liked it. So uh, Connie was on the show yesterday and let everybody know that last week she found out that she had 
kidney and liver cancer. And uh, this week, they're kind of coming up with a plan. She had wanted to come back this week. Uh, and uh, myself and Steve and upper management, we all convinced her not to. Because uh, this is, a you know, at the end of the day, we have a great gig. We're very fortunate to do yes. what we do for a living. But this is our job. And your life is more important than your job. So yes. she'll uh, hopefully be back sometime next week. She may be back. Uh, we don't know how it's going to schedule out. But we shall see. And we wish her all the best. And you know that. And we know that you wish her all the best. And we've been passing along your messages. We can't keep up with all of them. But just know that she appreciates it in advance. And thank you. Yeah. I want to talk to those people real quick that have kids. I want to. I want you to think about the last time. And what, what happened? Like, what did you do to fix this problem? Uh -oh. What do you do when your kid looks you dead square in the eyes and says, Oh, God, I'm bored already. Yeah, just I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm not, you bore me. This is boring. Because apparently a new survey came out roughly 1,200 uh, times since March. March, your kid, since pandemic started, has looked at you and said you're bored. Roughly 1,200 times. So think about this, Steve. Uh huh. How many uh. times a day do you think Charlotte, because thank God Izzy can't talk yet, right? When you got double no, duty Izzy going, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> how many times a day does charlotte look at you and say i'm bored or something to the former fashion of i'm bored right well luckily she doesn't know that word yet uh bored so she doesn't say but the implying but she, oh yeah i know <laughs> and it's pretty much uh, it's if anytime we're not directly doing anything so like if we're not playing with her play-doh if we're not on a walk if we're not coloring if we're not do actively doing an activity she is seeking attention and or seeking something to do so it's pretty much non-stop all day it's very tiring okay so here's the thing six times a day is the average since the pandemic started in march oh it's much higher than that for me is it really oh yeah it's it's much 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 higher than that and it's it's to the point too to where it's like if Brittany's taking care of Izzy or something and I'm like making lunch for everybody, uh, yeah, she is up my butt trying to get me to do something. And like I to to the point to where I have Charlotte, to like sometimes not Brittany, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So to the point sometimes where I just I have to throw her a slice of bread and then put some butter in a little bowl and give her a little butter knife so that she can just pretend to be making lunch or something. Just Wow. <laughs> Just okay, have see, to do something because she's always asking for something to like do something. My Ugh. mother was very gifted when it came to raising children, thus me. And uh, <laughs> I will tell you, if I ever looked at her and said I was bored, uh -huh. she's from England and they were a little bit more, uh, they tend to be a little bit more direct sometimes. Right. And she would look at me and say, well, then go do something. If you're bored, then go, then leave me alone. I'm like, go do something, period. But it's not always the case, right? Someday right. you feel like you have to, you don't, I mean, those that can't do teach, right? <laughs> I don't have kids, so let me tell you how to raise yours. But I would say, you know what, Charlotte? You're almost three. Go find something to do. Dad's trying to make you food, trying to feed your face. How about you get a job, put some food on the damn table, and maybe Daddy will have more time to hang out with you. Oh, it doesn't work like that, but that's a good good sentiment. For I, that's what I'd say. Go get a job, you little kid. There are children your age, eight, you know, in other countries, probably working right now. <laughs> Period.
<laughs> of parents have allowed their kids to have more screen time than usual this year. 81% yeah, of parents. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I remember when this all started. I think I was busting your chops one day, probably, right? About something like that. Yeah, but, but I can't blame the you. IPad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's the one thing I can kind of default, and maybe she can get a half an hour of like watching a SpongeBob episode on her iPad or something. But other than that, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> well, and, and here's a little behind the scenes. He's given the kid uh, at the time, I think it was uh, Brittany giving the, Charlotte the iPad, and she was pregnant. It was before they had their beautiful daughter, Izzy. And yeah. it was the beginning of the pandemic and we're doing our show from home and his three or two year old, almost three year old and it's three in December. Sorry, Steve. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that wrong. You're his two year old was knocking him off the air because yeah. she was playing on the iPad. So <laughs> yeah, I wanted to call her on her house. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to call her and explain to her that there are kids her age working in other countries. And Steve's like, you're going to mess up my kid. Leave her alone. I'm like whatever. Quit knocking us off the air, Charlotte. Thank God she's cute. Uh, another one, 81% of parents have heard a weird noise or thud, followed by a statement like, we're fine. It's nothing. You're fine. Since the pandemic started. 77% uh, of parents get suspicious if their child is too quiet for too long because they're probably up uh, to something. Yeah, That's true. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would <laughs> imagine, right? torturing the dog is when... If, if, if she goes away for a minute and goes in the other room and then it gets real quiet, it means she's torturing the dog. <laughs> oh, God, that sucks. That's why my cat, Snowball, never liked me. <laughs> I used to, uh, when I was a baby, I'd pull her around by her tail. I mean, that's never what really she does. She goes and tries to pull his tail, and we always have to yell at her. Then she cries like we're the jerks for yelling at her for telling her to stop pulling the tail. And she's like, this is my human <laughs> toy. This is my moving toy. It's right? mine. Uh, kids have also, by the way, you said mentioning crying. I got something interesting for you here in a sec. But kids also have uh, caused an average of six epic messes during the pandemic. Yes. What is, is the worst? true. You could text in, and we'll get to this in a little bit. But what is the worst mess, and it could be breaking something, spilling something, ruining a car, whatever, that your kid has ever made? We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Yeah, the worst mess your kids ever made. To wrap up this list, parents have dealt with five meltdowns or temper tantrums a week this year. I think yeah, your house right. We get one a day usually. Well, we get one a day usually. And it's usually over something stupid. Like I just mentioned, like we yell at her for pulling the dog's tail. And then it's a meltdown. Like, like, like we're the jerks. Like, hello, kid. No, you were doing the thing that was wrong. Yeah. Like you're in the wrong here. Do you, you need to explain to her there are kids almost her age working in other countries. Yes, I'm just going to keep saying this to her all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wouldn't it be kind of funny, though? Yeah, you know, she's at daycare and she's like, do you guys have jobs? And they're like, <laughs> my no. My daddy so... keeps telling me that two-year-olds have jobs. Yeah, my daddy's <laughs> awesome because he doesn't make me work. I'll bet you guys have jobs, don't you? Oh, you don't either? Oh, okay, so we're all lazy. All right, you can text us, message us via the app. We're going to do it before we get out of here today. What is the most epic mess your kid has ever caused. And it doesn't even have to be during the pandemic. That's going to happen before we leave. Uh, Steve, your Game of Thrones prequel, you, are you intrigued by that at all? Yes, but only because the people that did the Game of Thrones show are not involved with it. Oh, you're still upset about that. Okay. So <laughs> the, the prequel is for Game of Thrones is a big one. So how did you feel about the 20? Have you seen from last year, Lion King, the remake, the CGI one they made? 
Yeah, I didn't think it was as bad as everybody said, but it definitely wasn't as good as the original. Well, let's talk Lion King. So, okay. Alright, so if you liked the 2019 Lion King, you're you're gonna probably like this little nug. Okay. It looks like they're making a prequel. It's in development right now. It was written by uh, Jeff Nathanson, who wrote the 2019 version of The Lion King. He also okay. wrote Speed 2 with, <laughs> without Keanu, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, a source says that Disney is approaching The Lion King prequel, much like the movie The Godfather Part 2. Okay. Where the story is going to push forward while looking back at the past, exploring uh, Mufasa's origin story. So the story pushes forward in The Lion King, but looks back in the past so you can see more of that, which I think could be brilliant because Godfather Part Two, many will say, is the greatest sequel movie of all time. Yes, this is true. Many will say, like, the people that said that were, good example, the Academy Awards people because it won many Oscars, you know, and uh, the many, many people that have seen it, the Godfather nerds like me. In other words, it's going to be a follow-up, uh, more of a follow-up than a traditional prequel or sequel. If Mufasa is involved, Scar would be as well. They're saying there'd be uh, no mention of Simba. It's expected to feature new songs sung by animated lions that look like real lions, like they did. Okay, no so word on the it's going to be the CGI thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, the first see, I movie was that direct... silly, but whatever. It did. It okay. was weird. It is weird. It trips me out, man, when the yeah. lion's talking because it looks almost too real. I know that's the me. problem. It's not cartoony enough. It needs to be a little yeah. more cartoony. Then is like James Earl Jones going to be in it? Uh, he has to be in it. If he's not Mufasa, then it's not worth seeing, in my opinion. But if he's a younger, if it's a younger Mufasa, maybe his voice hasn't matured to the point of James Earl Jones. Yeah, but who can you even get to fill in for the younger version of James Earl Jones? I don't know, man. I love that they had him. The first movie, by the way, was directed by John Favreau. Uh, this one's going to be directed by Barry Jenkins, who did Moonlight in 2016. So here's the deal. Lion King, this is a good little nug to if your kids are big Lion King people. They're going to do like a prequel type thing. It's going to be both. It'll go both ways, you know, okay. forward yeah. and backwards. They're going to do a prequel for Lion King. I'll watch it. I mean, I watched that Mulan live action. And I thought that was pretty good. But you're right about the lion's mouths moving. I would almost prefer if it was like those old movies where the mouths are moving way more than right? the voice. And Steve, <laughs> you can see, and my mouth keeps moving after yeah. I talk. The it's poorly still moving. movies. <laughs> yeah. I would almost rather it be like that because it's too real. It trips me out. It does trip me out. I'm like, I, I start halfway through the movie going, what if these really are real lions talking? And I know they're not. But I would prefer if they were like this because it would be more fun for me. You know? Did you get into my garage if you were wondering if the real life? All I know is your wife gave me a brownie and said, This will fix you. Is that odd? Whoa, man. Are these lions actually talking? It was quite wonderful. I really enjoyed your brownie. Thank you. (laughs) Yummy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, this isn't a text question of the day, but we were asking earlier about the, and you could still text in with us right now, the most epic mess your kid has ever made and and it has, doesn't have to be during the pandemic the reason we were talking about it steve is mm-hmm. during the pandemic uh we were you know uh apparently 
kids have averaged in a, a kids have uh, caused an average of six epic messes during this pandemic time. So since March, an epic mess. An epic mess is not spilling soda pop on the carpet that's right. you know, light and the soda pop is dark. An epic mess. So uh, I, let me give you an example before we even get yours, Steve, because a bunch of members of the Click of Six have already texted in with some. Oh, I'm sure. One of them is uh, the most epic mess my kids made. Uh, they were five and three. They decided they wanted to make it snow in the house. <laughs> so they emptied all the ashes from our fireplace into my son's bedroom. There were little ashy footprints in my hall. Ooh. His room was covered in two inches of ash. I was so mad. And then I turned around to yell and I saw my son in a coat of ash and I couldn't help but laugh. It was a gigantic <laughs> mess. Oh, that is it. that is a big one. Has Charlotte done anything like that? No. Well, I mean, luckily at this point, still, we uh, are at, we still watch her pretty closely because she's only two and a half. So we want to make sure that she's not getting into a bunch of stuff. But the, the one thing that she still does, which she's done twice and she did last night, which I had to clean up, which is absolutely disgusting, giving her a bath. And then all of a sudden she goes, "Uh oh, poo poo. And I look over and there's a big turd floating in the tub. So oh. Get her out of the tub and you got to drain the tub. And then she has toys in the tub, too. So you got to get the turd out and then you have to scrub the tub and scrub all of the toys in the tub because it's their favorite tub toys and you can't throw them out. So you got to reuse them still. So, yeah, it was like uh, it was after a long day, too. And then I'm scrubbing poop out of the tub. Not Dude, fun. there's some movie that Alicia was watching over the weekend on Prime okay. where and it's from like three, four years ago. And it's got uh, the guy from Mad Men in it, John Hamm. It's mm -hmm. got uh, the Maya, Maya, Maya Rudolph from uh, SNL on it. And I was telling you about it over the weekend when we were at Connie's. Uh, oh, by the way, side yeah. note. Uh, side note real quick. Connie, by the way, is not here. She talked about this yesterday, and we shared this with you yesterday. Connie has kidney and liver cancer and is going to be here intermittently, hopefully starting next week. But uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on everything going on. And she appreciates all your well wishes. But I was talking to you at Connie's house about... Uh, this movie and the guy and the girl decide to have a kid together, but they're just friends and he's dating Megan Fox and she's looking at him as he's changing the kid's diaper. And there is poo all over the walls, all over his clothes, all over his face. And he's like, what? Why don't be grossed out. This is normal. It's no big deal. And she's like, Oh, Oh God. Cause she doesn't want kids in the movie. Yeah. But we're talking about epic messes. As somebody else said, my kids tied a spider web of, uh, kite string throughout the kitchen, dining room, and living room from eye level. Uh, and uh, that would be a nightmare. When my daughter was over a little a little over a year old, somebody wrote, she managed to climb on the kitchen table and dump out an entire container of garlic salt. Then, oh, oh there's more. Then she took off her diaper. Ooh. She peed in it, yeah. got it all mixed in with the garlic salt. She managed this in about two minutes flat. <laughs> While my husband was just quickly going to the restroom. It's an impressive right. kid. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my, another one, my daughter spilled a half a gallon of dark red crystal light on the living room carpet. Yeah, That crap do does not come out. Oh, no. no. I don't even think you could bissel that out. Somebody else, wrote, I have a somebody else wrote, I have a 13 and a 10-year-old girl, and they know better than to say, oh, they were talking about when they were being bored. Because that was, you know, when the girl, when they said they're bored. We were talking oh. about that earlier. Yeah. They say they're bored. They get to work then. 
You can go clean the house. <laughs> uh, somebody else wrote, uh, my oldest, our eldest, uh, painted himself head to toe, the crib, the wall, etc., with uh, Destin oh. diaper cream. Yeah, Destin, it's it's for it's diaper rash cream. So it's just like a thick cream you would put. It, it's almost yeah. like it almost feels like clay, honestly. Like like a more uh, easier to Naku. spread clay. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. Hey, here's another one. My oldest son uh, played uh, in baby powder and got it all over himself in our satin sheets. My twin girls played in uh, A and D ointment all over each other, including each other's hair. I don't, I don't know, know what I'm assuming that's is. also probably maybe diaper cream. I haven't heard of that one though. Uh, somebody else said the question is, does it have anything to do with our? Oh no, that never mind. That's Lion King. Uh, here's one. My boys nine and five uh, were now they're nine and five. We're two and six, and I was enjoying some sweet, sweet, lovely quiet time. Yeah. When they came back up from the basement, they were both covered in acrylic paint because they had decided to body paint each other off. Ah. Uh. Yeah, but that was she, fun to clean up. She said it washed off, uh, so she was okay with it, but still, epic yeah. mess. Thanks for your stories on that. Those are some fun ones. Again, uh, <laughs> you can always see uh, you can always see some pandemic stats and whatnot. We talked about them earlier. You can always listen to it on the podcast. It's Connie and Fish in your podcast app. It's free, yeah. much like our other app. Okay, I want to talk to you about, uh, earlier we were talking about football and how the yes. Titans are the first NFL team with COVID. Mm-hmm. There's like eight, nine people on the team. It all started last week. One of somebody tested positive. So he stayed back when they played the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. And then the rest of the team ended up getting it. So now the Vikings might be in trouble and they're just running tests on them. But they're the first team shut down because of COVID football team. That is yes, right. This is true. So we were talking about football earlier and then I see this stat. I mean, forget all the stereotypes. Apparently, men can be basic, too. According to a new survey, men, and, and we're two guys-ish, men were <laughs> looking for... Yeah, according <laughs> to a new survey, mouth, man. men were looking forward to pumpkin spice season twice as much as women going into this fall. Really? Twice, and men were just as excited about pumpkin spice season coming mm. back as they were about football season coming back. Now... I know no. women, like women like Connie, that love football more than many men. So it's not I'm, not, I'm not doing the sexist thing. I'm just saying, I think this is crap. This is from the Newswire, too. This was like a real story. It wasn't from like yeah, the Star Yeah, who the survey? I, I don't, the only thing I got real excited about is one of my favorite things is the pumpkin beer. And that's not even necessarily a oh, pumpkin yeah. spice thing, but like, yeah, I like yeah, pumpkin yeah. beer. So, you like beer with pumpkins in it. I like yeah. beer. Yeah, and football. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Football, pumpkin beer, or and whether you're watching football or not. Mm-hmm. But I was not. I, I, pumpkin spice is fine with me. It's good. It may. It does make me psychologically think of fall. But as a guy, I by no means was, and I'm not even a big football guy. But I was more excited than for football to come back compared to pumpkin spice season. Right. But guys, and twice as much as women. No way. And not in my household. I don't know about yours, but not yeah. in my household. My yeah, household, I mean, Alicia. That game. No. Yeah, Alicia likes pumpkin spice. She gets excited for it. I mean, she doesn't cartwheel. She can't cartwheel now anyway without her no. with one arm, with her clavicle broken. But she doesn't cartwheel about it, but she's not that excited. What about Brittany? No, Brittany cares zero about pumpkin spice. So in your household, because you're excited for the beer, yeah. you are actually a man that is more excited than his wife. 
uh, for guess, pumpkin spice. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. Maybe yeah. that's how the poll happened. It's all beer drinkers, pumpkin beer drinkers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, it's, I'm, I, I doubt it's all beer drinkers, but it's households where the guys were like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't mind it. That's cool. I don't mind that at all." And then on the flip, the women are like, "Oh my god, it's gross." No, I don't want to be spice. Spot on impression of sisters with a brain that are members of the clique of six people that listen to this show, by the way. We're about to get out of here, Steve. And I uh, want to remind everybody again, a couple people have texted that may have missed it yesterday. Connie was on the show with us yesterday morning and let y'all know that uh, she has kidney and liver cancer. And uh, she'll be gone this week, hopefully back next week. It's just based on her schedule and her care schedule. Which, for the record, as we all know, is the most important thing. So, yes, that was kind of the little nug that we got from Connie. But speaking of little nugs, we were talking about pumpkin spice. That there was a stat that was released by uh, some newswire that said men were more excited for pumpkin spice season. Two times more excited than women. And more nice. importantly, even more excited for pumpkin spice than they were for football. Which I think is odd. It threw me a little bit. Mm -mm. No. Now, on the flip side, on the flip side of said coin, I think a brother in pain by the name of Kevin, who I absolutely love. He's a diehard member of the Click of Six, uh, Click of Six people that listen to the show. He texted in and said, The only time I'm looking forward to pumpkin spice is when my wife is pouring it all over her naked body. Good Lord, put on some pants. And I say, Hamburger. I said, Amen. When your wife pours uh, pumpkin spice all over her naked body, I look forward to it as well. Yes, it's wonderful, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Steve does too. We all love seeing your wife like that. So uh-huh. thank you for the text. And it's yeah. time for us to go. And tell your wife, thank you for posting those videos on the internet Very too. They're great. Did you say thank you for putting videos on the internet? Is that what I heard? Yeah, yeah that's what she Kevin's said. wife? Who hasn't seen those, right? I know, right? Uh, okay. Have a good day. Friends. All right, guys, have a good one. Bye. All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you got to go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie. Let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I want to do. 